Hello and welcome to my show, Could You Be More Specific? I'm your host, Jonathan Steele, and on this episode of Could You Be More Specific, I'm going to title it uh, Dare to Be Different. The topics that I want to touch on is uh, the latest uh, comedy special that this uh, comedian Drew Michael had, where uh, he did it without a live audience. I'm going to touch on that. And I'm also going to touch on uh, LeBron James and uh, the premiere episode of his shop and just give some of my thoughts on the overall view points of the show and uh, some of the, the thoughts and views that they express on the show that I think is really fascinating. But I'm going to start with uh, Drew Michael. I know I had never heard of uh, Drew Michael before. I know from looking him up, uh, from watching his special, that he's a pretty uh, known comedian. The most I had ever heard about him um, coming up to recently watching his special was like, hey, this this comedian as his special is being directed by Gerard Carmichael, who I think is a really, really good comedian. I think he's incredible. He's one of the best minds I think we have in terms of uh, just the situations that Gerard paints in his comedy. Like he made a really good network show. So I've been following Gerard for a long time. So when I heard that he was directing it, I was like, okay, this is interesting. I know A24 is a, uh, is a production company that does a lot of interesting uh, projects. So I was like, okay, let me watch this. And I watched it and I, I don't want to give away the whole special. Obviously, it's something I think uh, you would want to watch, but he covers a lot of things, you know, whether it's, you know, just uh, from uh, intimacy to, uh, you know, suicide. He actually touches on that a bit, kind of touches a bit on, you know, like body image issues in terms of like how we are culturally. Uh, he even kind of has a bit talking about, you know, even, when, you know, from a love standpoint, I guess, you know, with your mom you know, how they all kind of like relates back to you growing up personally and how you kind of see some of the things. I thought it was a really interesting special. Um, what's also fascinating about it is that he also has another girl that acts in the special. So uh, there's a, a back and forth clips of uh, him kind of talking to her. They're like, you know, on the phone, just talking about, you know, generic stuff that, you know, a lot of times that, you know, couples or people that are seeing each other kind of go through just random topical stuff. So I really thought that was a really interesting uh, dynamic. And I know it's something that I know a lot of people are talking about. Well, maybe we might see more of this uh, in the future, uh, you know, in terms of will people kind of try and test this idea out. I think it'd be something that's worth trying out, mostly because of the fact that more and more when you go to comedy shows, so many people are expecting to be offended a lot of the time at comedy shows. And they don't really kind of just allow someone to express their thought you know i think people are, are kind of walking in looking for the opportunity to not just be offended but to not put themselves in the in the position of the person that's trying to tell ultimately a, a story and it's an observation that's what comedians are ultimately doing is they're giving you an observation off of situations that they've either seen or they kind of thought about and that was something that i really liked about what he kind of touched on with with a bit with the bit on suicide, I don't want to give away the whole thing, but when he talked about someone in the audience reacting and not liking the fact that he mentioned suicide because I believe he said his nephew had died from suicide. And he was like, Well, that's terrible. Obviously that's something that, you know, I feel bad about that. It's something that, you know, I I don't think suicide is necessarily funny. And then he says, you know, I wish he were here because if he just heard the overall joke that he actually explains in the, the piece, he says, I think he would have related to it. He would have found it funny. And he said, this kind of goes to what I'm talking about. People always say to somebody like, hey, 
Express your thoughts. Express your views. No matter what it is, just say it. Get it off your chest. Just say it. And if you say it and it's not something that people either like or expect, you get shunned for it. And this is why, you know, so many people die and people always like, I wonder what would they think? It's like, well, clearly they were thinking a lot, but they didn't feel comfortable enough to tell you that because they knew if they did, that's more than likely the reaction that they're going to get. It's very fascinating. It's almost kind of, it's like that same um, situational thing on how some people said like, how was your day or how are you feeling? People say that a lot of times in a generic way of just saying, you know, it's just a greeting. It's not really to know how how are you feeling and how's your day going? Because more often than not, the majority of people really don't care. It's just something that is polite and pleasant. But how many people have you really heard have that said to them? And then someone starts to really open up and explain how it is for them. What's the reaction after that? Does that person just listen to them? Or does it just go out one ear and out the other? Or is it like, wow, like, am I going to internalize what this person is saying like in will it open up a, a dialogue to actually talk with this person it was a really fascinating stand-up special i've now seen it twice i kind of would like to watch it again just mainly because you know without an audience there it's no context to how you're going to respond to when someone is saying and uh, i don't even want to give away the ending of how it ends but it, it kind of the ending fits it perfectly with with how it unfolds because that's true it's like it almost sounds like you're just if you're talking and no one's able to respond to you it just sounds like you're just kind of rambling as opposed to you know a dialogue really happening and i think that's what's really interesting this thing about like wow what if you perform this same material in front of an audience what would the reaction been what would the mood have been like because the vibes of the audience kind of help shape the way we interpret it when we watch it. So, you know, it, I, I think it's a really, really good special. It's really worth watching just to analyze it from a standpoint of not just comedy, but to see someone kind of like express their thoughts and views. Even beyond that, all the stuff he said was really interesting. And some of the stuff he, he said that was funny, a lot of it is just like you end up just sitting and really listening to a lot of the stuff that he's really saying. I don't really feel like he was like doing a bit or like, quote unquote, a stand up act. Uh, so those are just some of my thoughts that I had on the Drew Michael special. I also want to touch on uh, LeBron James and his show, The Shop, that premiered uh, the other night. Uh, it was a really good episode. I know Snoop was on it. Jon Stewart, Gerard Carmichael was there. Uh, it's a show that LeBron has with Maverick and I know Odell Beckham Jr. comes on there later, and Draymond Green was on there. And it was just really fascinating to see how um, LeBron seemed really comfortable talking the way you, we all kind of have a feeling like he probably does anyway, but for some reason we divorce ourselves of that when we're watching a celebrity for some reason. We, we think that they're kind of uh, detached from a lot of that, which kind of is really interesting because that's something that Odell Beckham Jr. touches on later in the episode, but to hear LeBron kind of talk about the fact that he's not really worried about popularity normally, and he's not really worried about endorsements. It's like, that's a powerful thing to have where you reach a point in your life where, and obviously it's different for him from a career standpoint, but 
when you're at a point where you're like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to be myself. I'm going to be comfortable with that. I already know what the, the end result's going to be. Some will rock with it. Some won't. They'll live just like businesses. They'll live people's, you know, moods and attitudes change and then that'll be fine. And to hear him talk about that was really fascinating, especially when uh, he talked about how he was going to high school, growing up in a predominantly uh, black area and not really being around white people at the time. And I know some people kind of get a little bit touchy about that, you know, but a lot of people always get touchy about reality. And again, that kind of goes back to what, you know, I touched on earlier with the, the Drew Michael special with the bit that he talked about. If you want someone to tell you their honest truth, don't get pissed off. Then when they tell you your honest truth, then it's not something you agree with. They're not saying it for you to agree with. They're telling you from their perspective based off of their experiences. You can't get more honest and more real than that. That's all we, we go off of anyway is our personal experiences. So when LeBron's saying like, hey, I really don't know how to really be around white people until 14 when I'm going to a high school. I'm like, am I going to be friendly with them or am I going to just play basketball and go about my business and just roll with the people that I've been rolling with before. Now, obviously, as you know, he says, like, hey, that changed. And, you know, he definitely grew from that. And the viewpoints he had around that time are not all the way true now, like a lot of things in life. But, you know, he had to experience that. And the fact that he was able to vocalize that was really telling as well. Uh, another uh, portion that I really liked about the show was, was with Odell Beckham Jr. and him talking about the idea of being kind of viewed as a zoo animal because he was talking about, you know, he was running a little late to something. He was in a rush and someone wanted an autograph. He's like, hey, man, I really can't at this time. I'm, I'm kind of running late. I got to get to this thing. And the guy was really, you know, talking about he was a jerk and he said a lot of other stuff about him. And he says that, you know, the idea of kind of feeling like a zoo animal where, you know, he says that, you know, it's a performance that people expect from him. And like it's a dance monkey mentality because you can visibly see him that that's this expectation. And LeBron later talked about that in the comparison of how black athletes are seen versus white athletes, where it's a certain level of, hey, if it was Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady or Peyton Manning, if they were with their families or they were running for something, it's like, hey, that's understandable. Hey, you're a busy guy. No one's going to call them jerks right out of the gate. But if it was, say, someone like a LeBron or you see someone like, say, uh, a Steph Curry, which, you you, you know, you probably wouldn't hear that about Steph either. But if that were to happen with Steph or Kevin Durant or Russell Westbrook or any one of those type of guys, they would be, you know, looked at as ungrateful guys that should just be happy that they're playing in the league as if they did not earn the right to be where they're at. Just like Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. And it is a double standard. And that's something, again, that, you know, we, we, we'll, we'll talk in circles about that all the time. But, again, I, I'm glad that they just state that. They're not looking for an agreement. And I know someone like a, and I mentioned him before, someone like a Jason Whitlock, I already knew what he was going to say about this show. I know he says something about LeBron made a fool of himself and he's alienating his, his base. And I was like, how do you alienate your base? If you didn't like LeBron before, you're not going to like him any less now. Just like if you already liked him, you don't necessarily like him more. It just reinforced what you thought anyway. 
you know, and that's another thing that I loved about John Stewart being there and him saying like, hey, you know, he just kind of like cut right to it. It's like, hey, human beings by definition are tribal by nature. The only way that human beings probably would truly unite is if aliens came. And that's not a lie. Like, it would take something that insurmountable. That's why films always talk about it all the time. That's the one time humanity's ever united. It's when it's a movie where aliens are coming to take over the earth. So having John Stewart there was was a really cool thing to see because it's like John Stewart is just man, he's not just a, a comic genius, but you could just tell from a conversational standpoint, from an intellectual standpoint, he's just he's he's one of the sharpest minds we have, and it was nice to see Gerard kind of uh, drop in and and drop some of the gems he did too as well. Uh, when they were talking about the N-word versus how to judge that versus like, hey, how are you going to go about living the rest of your day or the rest of your life? You know, he's like, I'm much more concerned with what's written in a contract than what someone calls me that. But those are just some of the things I wanted to touch on with that. I'm definitely going to be watching that show moving forward, and i definitely like to do uh, some more follow-ups on that. I want to thank D. I want to thank all you guys uh, for continuing to watch and follow the pod. Definitely support us and become a patron. I want to thank D, especially again for all the hard work that he does in putting these shows together and how he runs our our pod. Or I'll definitely follow him. I, I know he's got another new show up coming up for Friday. Continue to follow the State World Podcast again. My name is Jonathan Steele. I want to thank you for listening. Could you be more specific? Many more of these are are, are still to come, and I hope you guys have a good one.